Hey everyone, welcome to Education Beyond the Classroom. I'm your host, Allison Schaefer. I took a day off yesterday, had some stuff going on in my world up until about 8.30 last night. Oh, that's right, it was tax day! That's what I was doing. I actually remembered that, but it, oh my gosh! And I tried really hard. I did pretty good. TurboTax helped me, but I had to figure out some other things that were out of my ordinary. So I did that, which is a-okay. And then I had an event last night. So I apologize I wasn't on last night, and I was going to share more of Mom's story. But what I'm going to do is finish up with facilities. What do you look for in a facility? And I, I got to back up a second because on, uh, let's see, Monday or Friday, or whatever my last episode was, I apologize. Um, I just started, I dove into facilities. What's going to bring you to that point where you need to find a facility for a loved one who has Alzheimer's disease or dementia? So what could occur is that this person actually needs round-the-clock care, or they become incontinent, aggressive or wander. And remember those things because tomorrow I'll start my mother's story, which is completely different, like I said, from dad's. But those are things that will bring you to that point as well as if the caregiver's health is suffering because it is stressful. It is very, very stressful. So I shared a little bit about different facilities and then I was starting to share about what you should ask the staff. And remember, t tune in. Whatever facility you go and check out for your loved one, tune in. Be present. Pay attention to what's going on. Sorry, I get a little harsh because I said, hey, with dad's situation, we we weren't there. We, we didn't, I don't think we asked the right questions. Um, we didn't get to know the staff. So here's some things continuing. Connecting with the staff, like how many are at the facility, and I might have said this, and then how many are actually trained to provide medical care if needed? So that means if all of a sudden your loved one goes into a cardiac arrest, are they trained for that? They should be. I'm pretty sure that they will be. But if there's any other medical emergency that occurs, and then how many of them um, have Alzheimer's disease? Looking at not even the staff, but the residents, how many people who are at this facility have Alzheimer's? And there's a certain ratio that you want to look at. It's like one to four. Um, hoping that you get that type of facility. The whole money thing, ooh-wee, that comes in a different one. And then does a, the facility, besides being an assisted living, etc., it's like, okay, we have assisted living, that's one section, and then we have Alzheimer's. And it, it's nice to be able to stay within the same facility and go from an apartment, a, you know, an independent assisted living to a memory care center, so to speak, because they're familiar. They're familiar with that, and I'll share that with mom's journey. And then is there a doctor who checks residents on a regular basis? The other thing is um, 
some other things to ask staff. What's a typical day like for the person with Alzheimer's? Is there a safe place for the person to go outside? And I referred to my dad's um, facility. He was in, they had a wonderful um, closed in um, courtyard, but it was kind of, they did nothing with it. But anyways, uh, what's included in the fee? What's included in the fee? This is a kicker. Okay, are they going to take care of your loved one? Are they going to, like mom had cellulitis, is that in the fee that they'll help? You know, she had in her leg and wrap and stuff. No, they jacked up the price. So finding out some of these things. And then how does my loved one get to medical appointments? And that is where Sister Debbie, she was so awesome with mom's care. She was amazing with mom's care, and um, we were very, very fortunate as a family to be able to have that. So talk with other caregivers who have a loved one at that particular facility and find out how they like it. And then, uh, again, the money. Make sure how much it, it costs. So per month, let's say, so dad was like 4000 per month. And then um, if they had to up his care, then that price goes up. It, it's pricey, you guys. It's freaking nuts. And Medicare only covers nursing home costs for a short time after the person with Alzheimer's has been in the hospital for a certain amount of time. Look at those things, you guys. Look at those things. Um, awareness and making sure that you're educated about the move. So, some other things to think about is like when you move that person, the day is going to be extremely stressful. And I've already shared that. Um, and mom had some stress with certain situations. Talk to the social worker about your feelings and then find out how to help the person with the Alzheimer's adjust. So get to know the staff. Like I said, talk with the staff about ways to make the change to assisted living or nursing home go better. Don't argue with the person with Alzheimer's about why he or she needs to be there. So for more information, what you're going to want to do is um, there's an Alzheimer's and uh, it says Alzheimer's and Related Dementias Education and Referral Center. Seriously, Alzheimer's Association has all this information in regards to finding a facility Educate, 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 and I can't even say that, you know, I swear to God, being prepared and understanding when you go into a facility and having your questions ahead of time is going to save you a lot of stress down the line. That's it for today. I tried to keep it short, sweet, and to the point. Thank you so much for hopping on, and if this is the first time you're hopping on, go ahead and hit follow. And you'll get a notification when my episode comes, um, when the next episode comes out. Take care of yourselves. One life, one time. Keep on learning because it is truly the essence of life. We will catch you on the flip side. Peace out.